When I think of the word patriot, an awful lot of things come to mind. Uh, it raises the idea of someone who has values, who has strength. It conjures up feelings of pride and sometimes feelings of shame. I consider that some patriots um, have a great deal to offer their country and a lot of other patriots would not be so brave, not so proud, not so willing to take a stand. What exactly does it mean to you to be a patriot? I have recently asked a few people this question, and I've gotten uh, surprisingly very similar answers. One person stated that patriotism, to be a patriot, is to love and stand for your country. That was a very common theme among people that I questioned, uh, or similar responses such as to abide by the Constitution as it relates to an American patriot, or to believe in one's country. Those are, in my opinion, are very good things. And today, I'd like to ask you a simple question. Do you really think speak and act like a patriot. This is Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud talk radio. Well, whenever I decide to get into something and to analyze it or study it in depth, what I like to first do is define my terms. This is very, very important because words have meaning and we cannot communicate together if we do not understand that simple fact. So when we look to the definition of patriotism, and this is pretty much in any dictionary you can find, I will not cite one, but I find the words love of country, devotion to one's homeland, or a loyalty to a set of beliefs or a cause Patriotism means that you are committed and devoted to a set of beliefs or to a standard, and the degree of your patriotism determines uh, the actual survivability of that entity uh, to which you are patriotic. When you consider American patriotism, also known as Americanism, then you are devoted to a standard that we call the Constitution of the United States of America. That Constitution, of course, is based on the biblical principles, what we call the Judeo-Christian ethic. So when I consider the strong patriots of America, I ask myself, what makes me define a patriot as strong or weak? Well, a strong patriot obviously has some characteristics. If you ever saw the movie Top Gun, uh, if you recall the two uh, chief actors in there, that was Tom Cruise and the other was Val Kilmer. These were both fighter pilots in training and they were competing in Top Gun competition, which actually is a real competition uh, in the military uh, that we do compete. Uh, 
along with various other exercises to strengthen our skills. But uh, when I want to evaluate a patriot to know um, whether or not he is strong, I simply ask myself the wingman test. Would I want this person to be on my wing if I was deployed and was entering enemy territory uh, in a strike package to accomplish a mission? This can be very dangerous depending on, on what your mission is. Uh, but let's take that scenario in Top Gun where Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer were uh, at odds with one another, competing with each other, mocking each other, always trying to outdo or outbest the other. Uh, but by the end of the movie, a real life scenario uh, developed and these two guys had to pull together and one uh, action could cause their demise or could bring them back to fly another day. And fortunately, the latter did happen. And at the end of the movie, I believe it was Val Kilmer who said to Tom Cruise, you can fly on my wing anytime. And of course, being fighter jocks, uh, Tom Cruise said, no, you can fly on my wing anytime. But the point is that what they were acknowledging is that you passed the test as a patriot. I'll let you fly on my wing because you have proven yourself to be patriotic, to be loyal, to be devoted to the cause. And that cause ultimately determines whether I live or die. So America does have many strong patriots. And I have, in the course of my discussions with people, actually told people, male and female, young and old, I said, you know, you can fly on my wing anytime because I trust you. You're made of the right stuff. However, if you think on the other side, America does have many flawed patriots, and many of them probably don't even realize it. Perhaps they've never even thought about what it means to be a patriot. I recall back in my tanker days, I was flying uh, to the Philippines, and uh, at this time I was flying heavies, not fighters, and uh, we did air refueling, so... Uh, we took off and uh, gave the fighters or the bombers their gas and then parked um, the strato tanker and then went and saw the countryside. And on one of my excursions, I was with another one of my air crew and we were walking uh, in a section of the city that was a little bit further away from the base. And I got into a situation with some thugs uh, in the Philippines uh, who I thought were planning on doing me harm as well as my uh, other um, air crew member who was with me. And about that time, I thought, you know, we, we need to do something. We need to react and get out of this situation. Fortunately, I thought there were two uh, military guys who happened to be just walking by. And I called out to them. I said, hey, can you give us a little hand here? Because um, we are in this precarious situation that I wanted to get out of. And uh, they looked at us, the two other airmen that were walking by, 
and they kept walking. They might have slowed down a little bit, but they kept on walking, looking at us. I said, hey, would you mind coming on over here and giving us a hand? Uh, we'd like to get out of this situation. And I was dumbfounded, but these two airmen kept on walking. They tucked tail. And before I knew it, I was alone with my uh, crewman. And um, we fortunately were able to work ourselves out of a situation that could have been very dangerous. And uh, that was just not a fun situation to be in. Now, I can tell you uh, without any doubt that I would not have either of those two airmen that walked by as a wingman. I just would not trust them. I could not trust them. Uh, they proved that even in a minor little pinch, they were not willing to risk any self-harm whatsoever to them. They just kept right on going, even though it was their own fellow American soldiers that were in the bind. This is a horrible situation to be in, but I think that it exposes human nature. I think there are a lot of people, for example, uh, who like these two airmen that walked by us, uh, they would say that they have taken an oath to defend their country. They would certainly claim that they love their country, that they support the constitution, but if there was any risk of harm to their own bodies, well, that's where they would draw the line. This is bad business when it comes to patriotism. When I consider the flaws of patriots, I find that they, uh, the flaws result from two errors. There are two kinds of error. And one is an error of judgment. An error of judgment is based on a bad decision, but does not necessarily have evil intent. If you were to uh, buy into a business with a friend and made him your business partner, and then one day you discovered that your business partner was actually taking advantage of you, uh, to gain uh, for himself personally at your expense, uh, you might want to quickly opt out of that business decision. This was an error in judgment. When you choose to work yourself to death and then realize one day that you don't know your children because you were never there for them, and I've heard this many times in the course of my medical practice, uh, you come to the conclusion that you have made a severe error of judgment. It doesn't mean that you had an evil heart. It doesn't mean that you intended to abandon your children to not be the parent that they needed. But an error of judgment can lead to some very severe consequences. And flawed patriots who make errors of judgment even unknowingly many times uh, cause a great deal of problems. Another example might be, uh, for example, uh, you're, you're going someplace and you think that you can make an event on time. And so you plan ahead, but then you realize by the time you're getting in your car that you're actually 10 minutes later than you thought you would be. 
And so you have to speed to get to this uh, event. And but lo and behold, there are the blue lights uh, flashing behind you. You're pulled over and you get a ticket for speeding. This was obviously an error of judgment because you didn't think about the time that you would really need to get there. You did not plan ahead. And then you unwisely chose to compensate for that by speeding. So this can lead to uh, some really bad uh, experiences, some bad uh, consequences when you make an error of judgment. However, there is a much more dangerous error. And this second type of error in a flawed patriot can be absolutely devastating. And that's called an error of the heart. An error of the heart is a mistake that is made uh, based on oftentimes willful deception, or maybe because you're thinking that you might know better, or you can talk yourself out of something because you, even though you have the information or you have knowledge, you choose to disregard it because, uh, because you, uh, for example, want to say it doesn't apply to me or I have no control over that, or it's none of my business. And somehow, um, when you make an error of judgment, um, what this involves always is self-deception and willful self-deception. If you want to uh, really uh, identify this, just look up in the Bible, uh, the passages that, that refer to being deceived uh, for example, Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he shall also reap. So you reap what you sow. And that's a very common term and it has good application. In 1 Corinthians 15, 33, for example, uh, the apostle Paul says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Now, you diligent parents, uh, knowing this verse, you would uh, really uh, be careful to not let your children uh, associate with certain other children, because all they have to do to take a, a turn for the wrong path in life is to associate with the wrong kind of people because it is a fact. You're deceiving yourself if you think that you can associate with losers who are going nowhere, choosing to smoke dope, choosing to uh, fail at anything they do. And if you think that you can be better than them while you're hanging out with this sort of person, then you are deceived. And that is an error of the heart. Second uh, Thessalonians 2 verse 3 says, no one, let no one deceive you by any means. So the flawed patriot who has an error of the heart is choosing self-deception. And that is rampant at this time in America. Flawed patriots generally fall into one or both of these two categories, but all flawed patriots lack something uh, more than just an error of judgment or of the heart. And that's what I would like to get into just a little bit further uh, as I define the characteristics of a true patriot. 
there are, in my opinion, five different characteristics that are essential to, to being a true patriot. And so as we're going through these, ask yourself um, if you actually have these characteristics, because if you're listening to this radio program, you obviously have an interest in your country. You do have some patriotic blood in you that makes you want to hear, hopefully, the truth, because we on this program are very determined to expose the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and also to expose what is evil and what is false. So when we consider the defining characteristics of a true patriot, uh, the first uh, characteristic is one of knowledge. You have to know what you stand for. And if you are an American patriot, that means that you understand that we are a people governed by the Constitution. Now, how many of you patriots have actually read through the entire Constitution of the United States of America? Um, it is a rhetorical question, but the, the true answer to that is probably most of you have not. And if you do not know what the Constitution says, then how can you claim to defend it? You can't. You simply have to have some knowledge of the Constitution to be able to defend it to be able to know whether we are being challenged by uh, an enemy who wants to not live by the Constitution or who wants to overthrow the Constitution. The American patriot breathes by the Constitution. We live by it. And likewise, I could say knowledge of the Bible from which the Constitution was inspired uh, many, many uh, professing Christians actually claim that they believe the Bible. They are trusting that Bible for decisions that will determine their eternal destiny, yet they have never even read through the Bible. Uh, that is a problem because you have to have knowledge. And in order to have knowledge, you have to read the sources of that knowledge and not only read them, but understand them. Once you do read and understand the source of knowledge, then comes the second characteristic of a true patriot, and that is called wisdom. Wisdom is simply the correct application of knowledge. If you are a wise patriot, then you will not only understand the Constitution, but you will incorporate it into your being such that you want to live by the Constitution. You want others to know about the Constitution because it not only has meaning, but it has significance in the application of your life. It is the source of our freedom in America. So the application of knowledge requires wisdom. And if you don't have wisdom, then the knowledge that you have is not going to do you any good. In fact, you could use knowledge for evil. And yes, that is happening in America. So if you are a true patriot, you must have knowledge and you must have wisdom, but that is not enough. A third defining characteristic of a true patriot is courage. 
Courage is simply the intestinal fortitude, the guts, if you will, to stand for what you know is true and good. Courage is not only a mental ascent to defend your knowledge and wisdom, but perhaps to have the courage to take a stand for that when it is challenged. If you don't have courage, then you would walk by your fellow soldiers if they are in a tight situation that could result in their bodily harm. You might just decide that you don't have what it takes to take a stand if it is going to cost you something. If you don't have courage, you cannot be a true patriot, simply said. But that still is not enough. You might understand the Constitution after having read it. You might have the wisdom to apply that knowledge to your own life. You might even have the courage to defend it in some way should the need arise. But you need something more. And that something more is the fourth defining characteristic of a true patriot. And that characteristic is faith. Yes, faith. Do you have a faith in the Constitution? Do you have a faith in applying that knowledge and wisdom? See, faith is really a complete confidence in something. It is a reassurance that you will not be disappointed. If I say that I am living and breathing my life by the Constitution, then I have a faith that the Constitution will not disappoint me. It will guarantee that I can wake up in the morning a free man and not worry about whether or not I am going to be imprisoned for saying the wrong thing. Faith is a complete confidence that the source of your knowledge is able to come through as, as claimed. If you have faith, then you are much more apt to, to present uh, with your courage if the need should arise. But if you have knowledge and wisdom and courage and faith, that is still not enough. And the fifth defining characteristic of a true patriot is what really makes a true patriot what would that be? The fifth and final and essential characteristic that defines a true patriot is action. When I went through military training and was studying navigation uh, back in the tanker days, um, the navigators were told, whatever you do, when you are flying across the ponds and depending on celestial navigation for your lines of position that will determine where you are in the northern or southern hemisphere, sometimes you might doubt your accuracy of your position. But the important thing that was emphasized is that you must do something. 
If you refuse to act and do nothing because you are totally freaking out because you didn't get the alignment on the star that you thought you had, or the boom operator messed up in setting in the coordinates of the sextant, uh, then you might just completely panic. And if you completely panic and do nothing, um, instead of ending up in England, you could end up in uh, Soviet territory. And that would be absolutely devastating. So to do nothing would be absolutely the wrong move. You must do something and make some corrective action. So when a patriot has knowledge of something good, something that he understands and believes in and has the wisdom to apply that knowledge for good and to apply it correctly. And if he has the courage to stand for what he knows is true and good, that is a very good thing. If he completely takes this in such that he is completely confident that what he stands for is going to carry him through, then the only thing left is to take action when the need arises. Patriotism in action is the essential ingredient that will sustain a free country. But what does a patriot actually do? Well, it depends. In times of peace, when there is no threat, we don't need to do a thing. But what happens when our homeland is threatened? What happens when one of our allies are threatened in such a way that their freedom may be compromised? In the course of my aviation career, I actually never saw direct combat time. However, I had deployed several times to put on what's called in the military a show of force, which means, and I'll give you an example, uh, early on, shortly after I deployed um, from Mountain Home Air Force Base, and this was in my enlisted days, mind you, we deployed uh, to Korea because of the uh, incident that took place in the demilitarized zone or DMZ between North and South Korea. The event was that two North Korean uh, soldiers axed to death two army officers on the DMZ when those officers were trimming a tree so that they could keep watch on the activities of North Korea. When those two army officers were killed, that almost created another Korean conflict. And so very quickly we organized and the F-111s from Mountain Home Air Force Base deployed for a show of force. We took action because to not take action when you're constitution is threatened or when your allies are threatened to not take action is to declare yourself a non-patriot we acted and when we deployed and said yes we are willing to back 
our knowledge and our wisdom and our courage, we are willing to back what we stand for, then we are truly patriots. Now, what we really need to do is consider this knowledge and consider this wisdom in the present day, because we are most certainly living in a time that demands a call for action. And if we are doing nothing in this day and age, we must be prepared to suffer the consequences. And by the way, what would inaction in this day and age be? Would it be an error of judgment or would it be an error of the heart? It's something worth considering and it is definitely something worth deciding upon. Let's take a quick break and then I'll get back to what it means to be a patriot. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip with Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multi-nutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. There was a time when Americans could rely on the Fourth Estate. In these challenging times, the media is both reckless and complicit. AmericaOutloud.com Top analysis from leading experts, articles, podcasts, video, and 24-7 talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise. Welcome back. We are on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And today I have been talking about what it means, what it really means to be a patriot. I've defined the word patriot and I have talked about the flaws associated with people who declare themselves patriots, namely errors of judgment, which are based on bad decisions and errors of the heart, which are a willful deception. Today, I'd like to apply this a little bit further. Uh, When we define the characteristics of a true patriot, 
there are five, knowledge, wisdom, courage, faith, and action. What I'd like to do now is apply those to our present situation. As you know, we are most certainly living in the age of disinformation. Yes, the age of deception. And this should trouble you very much. It does me. In the book of the Old Testament, Isaiah, if you turn to chapter 66, in verse 3b and 4, what we have are words that were written approximately 700 BC. And those words are as applicable in this present time in America right now, just as if they were written for us. While I live in the beloved corrupt state of Oregon, where the Constitution is being trampled every day by a Marxist governor, Kate Brown, I feel called to action. I have been canceled because I took a stand as a physician, as a patriot, to defend my constitution and to defend my oath as a physician. I refused to allow the age of disinformation to affect anybody that I had an influence upon. And that cost me my medical license. I was destroyed by the Oregon Medical Board simply because I refused to accept the delusion and because I refused to respond in the fear-mongering that has caused America the turmoil that we presently face. I decided to act. I decided to do something. And that something was to give a speech exposing something that I felt was very significant. Right now, I'm actually in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm visiting my two daughters who live here. I have been out and about, and I am just astounded that in the state of Arizona, I am witnessing so many people who are continuing to wear a face mask, despite the fact that the face mask was allowed to be removed. And I ask myself, what is going on? Are these people choosing their own delusion? Are they delighting in the oppression that this government or this faction of government has imposed upon us? This is absolutely ridiculous. Wasn't it Forrest Gump's mother who said stupid is as stupid does? Okay, so let me just admit, when I look around and I see people wearing a mask as they're out jogging or driving in their car or even walking into stores, I can't help but call it what it is. This is stupidity. These people are choosing their delusion and they are choosing to live in fear or in comfort because they simply will not be educated. They lack knowledge. 
or they ignore the knowledge and therefore they lack the wisdom to apply knowledge. How many studies do we actually have that show the mask is absolutely of no value in preventing the spread of the coronavirus or in protecting you from others that might be infected? I could speak for several hours on this subject, and I can tell you that in medicine, we have what is called the gold standard of any medical investigation, and that is called the randomized control trial. We had at least 17 very well designed randomized controlled trials associated with the influenza viruses. And these studies were done uh, as recently as in 2017. And every one of those studies showed beyond any significant doubt whatsoever that the mask was worthless as a barrier against the spread of viral infections. It could not do anything. And yet, even the gurus like Dr. Fauci, who is an absolute fraud, tells you that you must wear a mask, that you must wear two masks, that perhaps three masks might be even better because isn't that logical? No, that is not logical. No, that does not correspond to our best knowledge in medicine. And no, that is foolishness, which is the opposite of wisdom. Dr. Fauci likely has full knowledge, but he lacks wisdom. And therefore, he is a fool for what he is proclaiming. He also lacks courage to stand for what he knows is truth. And therefore, I have to ask, and so should you, what exactly is his agenda? What is going on? Why are people being so foolish that they will continue to wear the mask of shame, the mask of tyranny, the very symbol that describes you as a blind sheep following a very corrupt government faction? Why would anybody do this? The mask of shame is ever before us, despite all the evidence. Now, yes, there is, has been one other study, a randomized controlled study that is the gold standard. And this study pertained to the mask as it related to COVID-19. This was called the Danish study. The Danish study uh, once it was completed, had a, uh, the authors of that study had a very difficult time trying to find a home for their publication. And the reason was not because it was a poorly designed study. The study was pretty much flawless as far as its design for what it intended to do. And I won't get into the details of that, but the study was turned down by two significant uh, medical uh, publishers simply because of the conclusion of the study. What was that conclusion? It was the same, the very same conclusion that the mask was ineffective as 
a barrier to viral infection. And therefore, because it did not serve the purpose that they were hoping to find, they tore it apart, they shredded it. And when it was finally published, they argued that, oh, well, that wasn't a well-designed study. It was attacked from every direction you could imagine because it didn't fit the agenda of the liberals who really are seeking to use the mask to shame you into submission, into slavery. And this knowledge is getting out because I am seeing, at least in Arizona, a lot more people who are refusing to wear a mask. But despite the enslavement that this mask has caused, I still see perhaps half of the population, at least here in Arizona, still wearing that silly, stupid mask. Despite the knowledge that we have that the mask is worthless. We lack what it takes to act as a patriot. I have had a great many people say, well, I know the mask is worthless, but I'm just playing along. After all, I've got to go somewhere and get my groceries. After all, I have to maintain my job. After all, as a physician, I have to wear it because I can't rock the boat or I'll be out of job. Now, I have to tell you that I am very sympathetic to that. I have already raised my children. I have been in medicine as a second career, at least a second career. And um, for some people to choose not to wear a mask would have very significant consequences. And I do sympathize with these people who choose to wear a mask simply because they must do it at the risk of losing their employment. Look at me. You could consider me an absolute fool because I never once wore a mask in my clinic. I did not shut down my clinic as we were told to do and to hide behind our desk and do a form of medicine called telemedicine that allows me to talk to my patients and somehow diagnose their ailments over a computer. Can I just tell you as a physician that that does not work very well? And because I chose to not wear a mask and because I chose to stay open and treat my patients face to face, yes, even when they were sick, I lost my license because of that. We are living in an age of disinformation. Before I lost my license, my greatest struggle every day in my clinic was to try and convince people that the mask was not doing them any good and in fact was many times causing them harm. I treated many patients with all kinds of mask problems and yet they still felt compelled to wear the mask. It was beyond me. I could not understand how anyone could submit to this kind of stupidity including the stupidity of the shutdowns. What has happened to America in the last year has been revolutionary. And if you don't think that America is at war at this time, 
I would challenge you to think again. Sometimes I think that Americans do know that something very wrong is going on, whether it pertains to the mask, to the shutdowns, to the vaccine uh, dilemma. We uh, ha- are going down a path that is going to quickly lead to our destruction. The age of disinformation is destroying us. Oh, yes, there was just another study, the Stanford study that came out pertaining to the mask. What do you think that study concluded? It concluded that the mask was absolutely trash. It was useless. And so they want to redesign the mask so that it's not. But why? Why do they want to do that for a virus with a survivability of 99.7%? This is foolishness. This is having knowledge and not acting upon it in the proper way. This is foolishness. America is at war and we must now take action. And so at this time, right now, I'd like to ask you, what does it mean to you to be a patriot? Do you love your country? Do you seek to abide by the Constitution? Do you even know what the Constitution says? Have you read the Bill of Rights? Have you read the Declaration of Independence? Have you read through the amendments to the Constitution? What exactly does the First Amendment say? Do you know what it says? Would you please read the Constitution this week? Would you please begin with step one of the defining characteristics of a true patriot? What is that first characteristic? Knowledge. Without knowledge, you will forever live in ignorance. Know what you stand for. If you stand for the Constitution, let me tell you, indirectly, without you even knowing it, you are taking a stand for the Bible. Please do not ever forget that the Bible inspired the authors of the Constitution, perhaps the greatest man-made document ever written in the history of mankind. If you can read the Constitution this week and understand it, then you need the wisdom to be able to apply that knowledge. You must recognize when the Constitution is being violated. If you do not recognize violations to the Constitution, please do not call yourself a true patriot. You can't be. You have to have the wisdom to apply the knowledge of the Constitution in your daily life. And then comes a really tough one. I know how intimidating it can be for some people to walk into a store and get the dirty looks because you are not wearing a mask. But you must have some courage. You must be willing and able to take a stand, at least in some small way, do something to begin to defend what you know is good and acceptable 
what defines you as an American citizen. If you can have the courage to remove the mask, you are in the smallest way taking a stand for what is right, because that mask is a symbol of oppression. It is destroying America. And therefore, we see just what's happening right now in Oregon. Governor Kate Brown, in cooperation, of course, with OSHA, wishes to make the mask mandate an indefinite law. Now, what, what jurisdiction does Kate Brown have to do that? She has none. She is the executive branch of government. She is not the legislative branch. She cannot do what she is seeking to do. Why? Because she is not applying wisdom to her knowledge. She, in fact, has rejected the Constitution. Governor Kate Brown knows full well what the Constitution of America states and what the Constitution of the state of Oregon says, and she chooses to ignore it because she has an agenda. What is very sad is that some of these people who wish to enslave you do have the courage to stand for what they know is evil and harmful to you. And if you cannot at least stand up to them with the same amount of courage, then I hope you enjoy your imprisonment as a slave to unrighteousness. You must have faith, a complete confidence that the Constitution, although it was written many years ago, it was written with great wisdom. It was written in a time when oppression in Europe, in Great Britain, was rampant, when people were controlled to the point that they had no say in what they could do or in what they could believe. Do you realize what is happening in America today? This is absolutely devastating, and we must take action. I stated at the outset that America is at war. Now, just how would you define this war? Is this a civil war? Well, we definitely have two sides so polarized that we have fighting, we have been fighting each other as never before, based on external things, based on the mask, based on whether or not to open or close a business, based on whether or not you would like to send your children to school so that they can get an education. And depending on what side of the stand that you are taking, uh, it doesn't matter. We are at odds with one another. So yes, in a very real sense, America is in a civil war. But do you know what's happening right now? Do you know how much China is investing in buying up uh, retail properties and farmland? Are you even aware of this? If you lack knowledge, then it's time you start digging in and finding out. Because if you don't have knowledge, you are lacking the first defining characteristic of a true patriot. If you are not aware of the current issues that are destroying and attacking America, then 
please do not call yourself a patriot. America is at war. America is in a civil war. And America is at war with our enemies, with the same communist countries that we fought in World War II. We are now at war with China, who actually has plans to take over America. And China has the knowledge to be able to do it. And they have the courage to do it. And they are very wise in their deception. This is the wisdom of the world, not the wisdom from God. But they have wisdom and they have the courage to do what they are planning to do. And if we do not stand up to them, then America is a nation of the past. We will soon find ourselves in a state of slavery forever. Once the beacon of light goes out in America, the world will change in a way that we have never seen before. We must remember that a true patriot takes action. Yes, I realize it may cost you something. Taking action caused the total destruction of my professional life. Did you know that I was in hearings for over seven days, three and a half months after my license was taken. And I was told that after all testimony was heard, within 20 days, I would hear not from the judge in this hearing, this administrative hearing, but I would hear from the Oregon Medical Board whether or not I would have my license, my medical license restored. And this was all over a mask. 20 days from the conclusion of testimony, and I would know whether or not I can still be a practicing physician in the state of Oregon. I believe today is day 29, not day 20, but nine days past day 20, when the judge ordered that the Oregon Medical Board will make, would make their final decision as to my fate as a physician. They are nine days late. Do you think the Constitution means anything to the Oregon Medical Board? To the Oregon Medical Board that appeals to Kate Brown, Marxist governor of Oregon, for how I should run my medical practice? If you don't think that America is in trouble, I beg you, think again. We are in a war. We are in a civil war. We are in a war that has no boundaries, no front line. But nonetheless, we are in the most deadly of all wars. This is a war for your mind. Would you please consider what it means to be a real patriot? Would you study the Constitution? Would you consider please reading the amendments to our constitution? You might even want to dig into your Bible so that you might understand what our founding fathers of this country saw that perhaps you are not seeing. And if you're going to make any errors, I do hope you will make errors of judgment, but realize they can be deadly. 
And if you're making an error of the heart by your own willful deception, I'm sorry, you are lost. There is no cure for willful ignorance. Think about that. And finally, I would like to call you to be a true patriot, to take action, do something, resist the evil that you see, question disinformation, look at both sides of the story. And in so doing, you will be all the wiser for it. And then all you need is a little courage, a little faith, and a little action. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise, signing off for today. Remember that your life is a gift from God, and what you do with your life is your gift of gratitude to God. Please make it count. I would also want you to know that at my first discussion, I misinformed you. I would very much invite you to submit questions or comments to me. I gave you the wrong address. You can reach me by email at unitywithoutcompromise at yahoo.com. Adieu. Have a good week.